Welcome to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. The number one podcast for learning and talent development professionals. Now here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome back to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you're joining me today for my bonus Q&A conversation with Eric Gerard, who is a manager development expert and the author of the new book, Lead Like a Pro, The Essential Guide for New Managers. If you haven't yet listened to our first conversation where we broke down some of the concepts in Eric's new book and really talked about what's important about making that transition from IC to manager and how we can better help and empower and enable our managers to make that transition and help them empower their people to succeed. Make sure you go back and listen to that. Eric also shared some great facilitation tips and best practices as well. Today, Eric, I want to focus on you for a couple of minutes here and ask you, thinking back across your career, I know you've worked for several large organizations in Silicon Valley. You've now been running your own business for the last three years or so. As you look back across your career, what would you say is one of your biggest accomplishments or proudest moments so far? You know, I'd have to say forming this company. So forming Gerard Training Solutions and getting affirmation that, yeah, I'm actually doing what a CEO does. When I started the company in 2020, I didn't I didn't want to put CEO on my title. That, that felt too grand. So I called myself a principal consultant. And then I got some feedback that, you know, some folks were like, dude, you're a CEO. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, you're responsible for sales, marketing, operations, finance, you know, all the things like you're, you're a CEO. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. So stepping into that role and saying, yeah, I, you know, actually I am a chief executive officer. Like I do run this thing. Now it's a very small company. I'm not, I'm not CEO of Apple. That would be way above my pay grade. Right. But forming this company and successfully gaining some excellent, excellent clients, building some wonderful partnerships, getting involved with some excellent communities, putting myself out there in, in lots of different ways, including the book. That's, I would say this is like the, the, the crowning achievement of my career so far. Yeah. Love that. I'm, I'm really excited to hear that. We've only known each other for a short time, just a few months but it's been really cool to see what you've been doing and how you treat it because a lot of people go into business for themselves and they remain as sort of a freelancer, consultant, trainer, whatever it may be. And they're just always going from job to job. And I have watched you and seen how much emphasis you put on investing in yourself and investing in the business to try to operate things the right way and make sure you're not always bogged down or like just, you know, moving from the next one job to the next and how big you are investing in yourself and the business. You've got a coach, you've joined our entrepreneur community, you're launching this book. Uh, so it's been really cool to see that stuff. That's something I'm I'm big on myself, always investing in myself and my business. And most of the time it works out every now and then I make mistakes, but we got to try these things, right? With a, with a growth mindset. So speaking of that, on the flip side, Eric, thinking about across your career, what's been one of your biggest mistakes or failures and what did you learn from it? Oh, well, actually that's part of my origin story. So the reason why I focused on management development for this company, and the reason why I focused specifically on helping new managers make the transition is because not only was I managed badly by managers who had been promoted up, you know, hey, you're you're a great facilitator, so we're going to make you in charge of all the facilitators sort of a mm-hmm. thing. Like I've I've been through that. But then I got promoted when I was at Applied Materials, I got promoted. I was on a team of three. We're three peers, all of us cruising along. And then my boss called me into his office and said, you've expressed an interest in in being a manager. I have an opportunity for you. 
I want you to lead the team that you're on. So I'm going to elevate you above the other two. Well, hmm. that was that was challenging enough. But then I had one of the one of my employees, former team members, was convinced he should have my job. Mm. And he did not really agree that I was I should be the manager, I should be the boss. So there was that tension and that friction right away. And I wound up regressing and getting back into all the command and control stuff that they teach you not to do. So mm. I micromanaged and I gave a lot of directions and I was looking over shoulders. And then conversely, sometimes I would get stuck into my own projects. I was responsible for a very large boot camp that was headed up by the CTO of the organization. So I get stuck in that and then I would disappear disappear for weeks. So when I was around, I was looking over people's shoulders or I was completely absent. And that just did not end well. It was a recipe for disaster. So mm. I walked away from that, reflected on it and thought, you know what? Never again. I never want to put anybody else through that. I don't want to go through that again. Fast forward to 2020. And that's that's why Gerard Training Solutions exists. Uh, I love that. And I appreciate you sharing that that story openly. And because we we can all learn from that example. And some of those things were, you know, out of your control, the challenging situations, but some obviously well within your control and things that we can all learn from. So thank you. Eric, when you think about talent development more broadly, this area that we've both been working in for some time, what would you say is one of the biggest challenges in talent development today? You know, honestly, I think. I think there are two challenges. What I'm seeing a lot with my clients is a lack of time. We want interview training, but we've only got an hour to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, or I want presentation skills training. Teach me everything you know about presentation skills in an hour and a half. And so there's just a lack of time and a lack of focus, a, a lack of willingness to invest time and money in it. And now we're staring at AI. And you know, what is AI going to do to our our industry. What's what's AI going to do to the learning and development industry? My tagline, my catch line so far has been AI can't outhuman a human. Hmm. So the facilitation skill, the empathy, the ability to connect emotionally with other people, I don't think AI can do that. I don't think it's ever going to be able to do that, but I might be wrong. So you know that's that's something that worries me a little bit is what's going to happen in the next three to five years with AI and as chat GPT progresses and as other things come online behind it, what's that going to do to our profession? So that's something yeah. that I'm really thinking about. Yeah, that, that's definitely something to be thinking about. The next question I was going to ask you is what's a trend that you're following or excited about? You mentioned AI, which is one that everybody is thinking about talking about. Are there any others that you're you're looking at in terms of like facilitation, talent development workshops, that sort of thing? You know, I would say that AI is, is the thing that I'm paying attention to. And, and just watching closely what sorts of things people are coming up with to help facilitators and instructional designers leverage AI so that you know it becomes a useful part of their job and not something that replaces them. Mm, yeah, absolutely. So AI is definitely a big one. One that I'm playing with, uh, it's been brought up on almost every podcast lately, and I'm definitely playing with it, including using a new platform now to process notes and, and transcribe everything from this podcast, as well as meetings and others. Eric, I know you're a, a reader and a lifelong learner as well, like I am. Besides your own, has there been a book that has made a big impact on you or one that you often recommend or recommended lately? Yeah. Something that I, it, it came up in the last podcast that we just did. I really like Michael Bungay Stanier's The Coaching Habit. 
it, it's my favorite business book these days because of how simple and accessible it is. It takes coaching and makes it very simple. And, and he breaks coaching down into seven questions that I think are fundamental and really useful for anyone, especially new managers, to learn how to coach. So, you know, you can, if you want, you can go off and get a certification as a coach. I don't think you need to do that, though. I think that by reading a, a good book on coaching, especially with the questions that that Michael Stanier offers, I think that's a huge help. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a great book, especially for managers who want to become better coaches. And he keeps it very simple. It just gives you five, seven questions that you can ask and then get out of the way. If you prefer a podcast version, Michael Bungay Stanier was a guest on this show. We talked about that book in episode 91, which came out back in June of 2019. So a little over four years ago, but timeless advice in there and a great book. So appreciate that recommendation. Eric, is there a tool or an app or a platform that you've been using lately that uh, helps you get your job done better or that you really like? You know, there's a few. And I would say that ClickUp has been really, really helpful mm-hmm. in helping my my social media manager and I plan for all the social media that we do. So that's been that's been super helpful. Another thing that I've been using lately, it's kind of what's old is new again. So I had started writing all of my documents in Google Docs because, mm-hmm. you know, online, cloud-based, all of that. Yet for the book, Microsoft Word has tracking tools that are, you know, second to none. Mm-hmm. And that that just made the, the process, especially when we got into line editing the book, mm-hmm. Microsoft Word, you know, had all of that in spades. And that was, that was really, really helpful. Yeah. So I would say, you know, if you're if you're in if you're thinking of writing, you know, really complicated documents that require a lot of editing, tracking changes, and so on, I'd say that you know, again, what's old is new. Microsoft Word, yeah. ClickUp is a fantastic task management piece of software. Task management, project management, great for keeping teams organized. Yeah, I agree with those. I've used ClickUp in the past. Right now, for project management, I'm I'm uh, testing another piece of software called UpBase that your, your friend Bob recommended to me, and I think it might even work in conjunction with that. And I'm with you too. I use Google Docs for almost everything, but I'm writing my next book right now, and I'm writing it again in Word, like I did with the first one, because it's just better, I think, organized for that sort of thing. And you've got the table of contents and the track changes and all of that. So I'm a big fan of that as well. I haven't found anything better so far. Eric, last question for you. We've got a lot of people listening to this podcast who work in talent development. You spent several years working in-house in talent development. You know, you still work with a lot of people in talent development. For those in, in L&D who are looking for ways to improve or accelerate their career success, what's one more piece of advice you would give? I think one thing that's key, that's been key to me is never being complacent, never sitting still. So I started out in learning and development in the early 90s, and we were using, literally using transparencies on projectors to put out lessons uh, for our students. And you know now we're at a point where it's either virtual and it's done via Zoom or another platform, or if you're in the room, there's usually some sort of technology used to 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 project you know what's going on. In the same vein, I think that. As learning and development professionals, as talent development professionals, we have to keep learning. We have to keep growing, not sitting still. I've forgotten more books than than a lot of people have read. Like I just, I've I've had bookshelves and bookshelves of books. Mm. I read them, I consume them, I use them as references, and then I will often give them away. So when I left Nutanix, my last job, 
I left a bookcase full of books behind. And now my bookcase back at home is filling up again with new stuff. So I think it's really important to make sure that you are always learning, always growing. That would be my number one uh, piece of advice. I'm all about it. I agree completely. Eric, this has been great. Again, the new book is called Lead Like a Pro, The Essential Guide for New Managers. Can't wait to dig into it. It's been an honor getting to know you as you have been a valuable member of our talent development think tank community over the last few weeks and joined our entrepreneur group as well, where we are really focused on supporting each other and growing our businesses and brands and our our careers in talent development. So thanks again for for being a member there, for for coming back on here. It's always always a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you so much. The honor was all mine. All right, take care. All right, that will do it for our bonus Q&A conversation with Eric Gerard. I hope you enjoyed that conversation, hearing about Eric's accomplishments, forming his own company, the failure of micromanaging when becoming a manager. I appreciated his openness on that, the challenge of lack of time and leaning into human qualities, the trend of AI that we're all following. The book he mentioned was The Coaching Habit by Michael Bungay-Stanier. Some of the tools were ClickUp and Google Docs, as well as Microsoft Word. And the advice he gave for us is never be complacent or sitting still. Keep moving forward and absolutely agree with that. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Eric, as I mentioned in our last episode, is an active member of our Talent Development Think Tank membership community, including a member in our entrepreneur group. And he will be leading a call for us in the near future on manager development. So if you're not yet a member, come check us out. Come join us. All the information is on our website, talentdevelopmentthinktank.com. Just click on community. You can read all the info there about our three tiers. We have the foundation level for early career professionals. We have all access for more experienced talent development professionals or people who want more value. And then we have our new entrepreneur group for entrepreneurs, speakers, coaches, consultants in the L&D space. So again, talentdevelopmentthinktank.com slash community. Thank you again for listening. I really appreciate you. I'm rooting for you. I want you to succeed. We're here for you if you need anything. All the info on our podcast and our community there is on the website, talentdevelopmentthinktank.com. All right, thank you again for listening. I appreciate you. I'm rooting for you. And I hope that you find some gratitude in the work that you're doing today. Talk to you next time.